Hey boys and girls, oh it's Cinco time. <laughs> Welcome to another oh episode God. of Dos Naf Cinco's. This is episode number 34. <laughs> As always, I'm your host, David. Uh, I'm Stu. Uh, 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 I'm Stuart. Uh, Harry said it. Oh God. And I'm yeah, also Ben. Needs to I'm, say they're ben. I'm Ben. I'm Ben. Oh, there it is. All right. This week's episode, we cover Step Brothers in our movie of the week and shark diving into season two, episode eight of you Street just, Sharks. You're just glossing what? over what you Hold just on. did. This week, we have yeah. a special treat. As promised, we have the Barande brothers on the show. Mm. Say hi, Keith and Orville. Hi, Keith and hi, Orville. Keith. Wow. Hi, Orville. <laughs> there it is. They are the same person. I told you. Yep. Yeah. So they, they both their, have. Uh... Their mind went to the exact same place. Mm. Interesting. Mm hmm. Um, mm -hmm. So the burning question everybody has is, uh, Orwell, how do you feel about uh, Keith being your adopted stepbrother? Oh, man. I was really pissed oh, off at first, but I don't think I really you can off. be an adopt. I don't think you can be adopted and a stepbrother at the same time. Mm. I don't sure know if that's that? how that works. Half step, half step brother? Does that work? You can just call them stepbrothers. Full stepbrothers. Um, so, uh, Keith and Orville, thank you guys for uh, joining us on this week's episode of Dos and Half Cinco's. Um, I heard you guys won like some type of like contest or something. Yes, yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, We're really happy to be here. Um, yeah. Really honored, as I said. Yes. Yeah, Indeed. thanks for having us as well. Um, your podcast is Dos and Half Chinos, and we're the two <laughs> Filipinos. That's great. Yes. <laughs> Wait, okay. Right, I think we got to stop really quick. Uh, <laughs> ben can't hear Orville. Like, I'm looking at it and his waveforms. I can't. Yeah, I can't, yeah, I can't see Orville or Keith's waveforms. Either. I see Keith's waveforms. I, yeah, we, I see everybody. You guys made me waste that, that surprise we intro. Yeah, we can keep it. We'll we'll cut it together. <laughs> yeah, see? No, you guys always say fix and post. All right, hold on. <laughs> so, you never uh, do. I know. Just write the time. Just write the time. Do you guys use this to <laughs> have you guys ever even done this before? <laughs> <laughs> it's my first day. I assumed you guys were professionals. <laughs> That's you. We assumed wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. Is David talking? Cause I can't hear him. I can't hear. No, David. I haven't said anything. I've been okay. you guys oh, do everything. Oh, okay. <laughs> So as uh, you guys have been doing, as we've been doing for the last uh, 34 straight weeks, we've recorded a lot of episodes. And uh, so Orville and Keith, what made you guys decide that you wanted to uh, come on the show this time? Uh, you uh, invited us. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. Great answer. That's exactly what we're looking no, for. I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan. Day one. You fucking you know. made me come on here. That's what yeah. <laughs> all you guys talk about are Popeye's chicken sandwiches and yeah. dunk on David. So yeah, uh, yeah. He wanted he you wanted one of those sweet Popeye's chicken sandwiches, don't you, Orville? No. <laughs> don't lie. The chicken was spelt with a Y chicken. and a <laughs> chicken. No, it's, it, no, it's a uh, I is a it's a U, isn't it? Chicken. 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 Wow. Oh, no, um, if you guys haven't figured out, Orville does have vegan powers. Uh, he's in the vegan, 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 dot, vegan, um, <laughs> diet. Uh, so, um, as we've been doing the last, uh, I believe, what, 12, 14 weeks just, now, just gonna uh, we've gloss been... over Keith, yeah, just, yeah. Not, just completely. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best, the best host I've ever 
feel really uh, I feel like a part of this group now. Uh, you encompassed me very nicely. <laughs> well, I wanted to give a special uh, mention to Keith. Keith is one of our frontliners uh, out there. So, Keith, thank you for joining us on the show this week. See, yeah, David, um, this would be an appropriate clapping. use of the soundboard to put yeah, in what the uh, claps. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> is that the only one you have? <laughs> actually uh keith wanted me to put on the applause as i was doing the intro and i was like no that's not let's not do that let's uh let's leave Don't that for, me out for keith, <laughs> keith was snitching. the one who helped me with yeah. this are you stitching man <laughs> um but yeah keith we know that you're uh out there working hard right now um so we really appreciate your efforts and uh dude you're you're always in our thoughts man and also, thank you for asking me, asking me for uh, why I decided to join this program. Um, I wanted to support nope, the nope, business. Nope, nope, don't care. All right, so. <laughs> again, thank you for including me in this group and your podcast. It's, it's great. There's so many great. people I would like to thank for. All right, Keith, Keith go ahead. Go ahead. Why, what made you decide that you wanted to join? Besides, the, you can't use Orville's answer since he already used it. Yeah, I said I wanted to support local businesses like yourself, uh, you know, up and comers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's oh, great. Okay. We Ooh, still haven't yeah. gotten paid. So, Keith, whatever uh, you wanted to add to our Patreon link would be great. Do we even uh-huh. have a Patreon? I don't think we have. Just send us a Venmo real quick, just to each of us. <laughs> okay, yeah, each of us. That'd be what's, great. What's, what's David's Venmo really quickly all over the air so everyone could know? What is it? I don't know. David, spend, <laughs> David Chen. <clears throat> at, it's at it's at it's David cinco Chenemin. time chenaman <laughs> square wow <laughs> hey that's weird okay. i looked it up and i can't find anything about chenaman square huh and david <laughs> so many because it's, it's a maya picture okay so many wasted usernames you could have had yeah. david Instead, oh you... what dude you're telling me the chen man to usa wasn't the best one i could have come up with it says oh, wow. everything that there is about me. We just came up with the new best one. I'm pretty Chenaman Square. <laughs> <laughs> it's Bravo. it's twofold. It's Chenaman, like Chinaman, and then it's you know Tiananmen, like you know the square. Square. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Instead, you're spend some or Calib eighteen rated. <laughs> I don't get it. What are we? Junior high? What's, what's going on? Oh god! <laughs> All right, memory's flooding back. This, this is. I'm sweating right now. <laughs> <laughs> so as we, I'm so but, but <laughs> once again, thank you, uh, Keith and Oral, for joining us this week. Uh, no thanks to Stu and Ben. Uh, you guys have been here all the time, so can't get rid of them. Okay. Uh, so crazy. we've been doing, like we've been doing the last uh, 14 weeks, uh, we've been reviewing another episode of. Uh, this week is episode eight, um, and I don't believe Keith or Orville had seen these before. They haven't been following, so I wanted to get their take on uh what's going on we'll, we'll start with keith just being dropped into street sharks lore here. Oh, yeah. okay okay yeah. Well, right in the, yeah, with the chum okay please be very specific what exactly am i supposed to talk to you about uh the episodes of street sharks like uh um what the development of the city with the street sharks you want to could you be more specific what continue keep going 
Okay, well, it's <laughs> I feel that street star- the street sharks um are a rogue group and probably have to be taken down. It's it's amazing how they get away with a lot of stuff in the city. Uh, Vigilante really, sharks. Yeah, it's just it's just rude, and uh, I they should be put away. Uh, Orville, yeah. what's your take? Anti shark. <laughs> no, in that episode, there was a guy who wanted revenge on the street sharks because they they destroyed his hotel and i don't Dude, blame you saw him. the hotel it's great it, it was great and then his <laughs> yeah he got a nice 1930s hey, style hey, i don't i don't never hear anyone uh saying oh that damn superman blowing up buildings or oh man those damn avengers well actually oh. they, they did do that we need to put him in a that's exactly that what civil war was about isn't that the entire plot of civil war I uh, retract my statement. <laughs> no, we're going to leave that there. Stu skipped Civil War. Just watched every other Marvel film. Okay, but what about Superman? Okay, you don't answer uh, answer that one. According to Wikipedia, oh, fuck you. Superman is a fictional I didn't even say anything to you. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. Google, that's oh my god, it's still talking. It's still talking. Is it reading the entire backstory? Yeah, of it's like here's ish, volume one, issue one. Fucking, oh my god! I didn't even say hey Google. Oh shit! I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> now, now it, you're gonna get logged, and Google's gonna kick down your door. And we lost Stu. Stu has already nope, been I'm, abducted. From okay, oh, I was waiting okay, for the. I, oh, I was waiting for the thing to. Turn off. Oh my god. All right, so um, this week's episode, uh, they introduce a new uh, supervillain or crony. Ooh, I don't know what you're going to call him. Goon. He's another yeah, goon. goon. Yeah, there you sure. go. Yeah, his name uh, is Reptile. As uh, Orville had already alluded to, he is the uh, very mad hotel owner who had their hotel destroyed in the episode previously, um, where they were fighting over trying to capture rocks and. And they, they, so he, he goes to Dr. Paradigm and he wants to exact revenge. So they put together a moray eel and a electric eel and gene slam them together. And they come up with reptile, which is this power electric sucking lizard thing. Snake. Yes. And uh, yeah. Orville and Keith, if uh, in case you're not up on the terminology, gene slamming. Yes. Is, <laughs> okay. a nice one. <laughs> it's when it's the process of taking these, you know, animals and slamming them together with human dna or whatever and creating the monsters yeah is that like yep. pogs like you slam yeah yeah it's yeah. like pogs. yeah gene oh. slammer okay cool yeah <laughs> yeah if any of our listeners out there can find us uh street sharks pogs we would oh, forever be God. happy we would uh shout you guys it's out like the three most 90s words ever <laughs> assembled street sharks pogs yeah keith and i used to play pogs and watch street sharks at the same time it's kind of crazy <laughs> wow. wait so Keith, but did you, you have and, were your pod yeah, street you sharks what? no no oh, fuck. that's well, i think tragedy. we're gonna have to fact check that one to see if those exist i'm sure they probably do um mm-hmm. but i wanted to, to get your guys's take uh orville and keith you guys had seen this before or didn't or do you guys not remember any of it or what do you not um, remember don't we, remember we used to watch this i i remember I remember these four. I think um was it in Tagalog or English? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was in Chinese. Jeez. Oh, oh so you're a learner. Oh, travel. No, what is it? Ni Hao Kailan slash uh, Street Shock episode 
Mushu. Wow. Mushu shark. Mushu, a fight a ripster. Is that the Mulan Street Sharks crossover? Szechuan. Szechuan shark. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, we used to watch this. Um, we watched uh, Ninja Turtles, and then when this came on, we uh, watched that. Kind of like Double Dragon around that same era. So I, I have a question real quick for the brothers, or the, bro- the brothers Burundi. Um <laughs> Which street shark did you close most closely associate to? Well, we didn't like who did you the, who was the, like which a, one was yeah which colored one? So like when the <laughs> brown one? Oh, uh, jab. Okay, I'm saying, Orville counts with jab. What I'm saying is when you finish watching. Uh, Ninja Turtles and Street Sharks, and you would inevitably go outside and play Street Sharks with each other. Uh, who would would you fight over? Like, I'm kind of like the Red. Like, I'm going to be the Red Ranger. No, I'm the Red Ranger. Or like, would you guys fight over which Street Shark you were? Are you asking that they're furries or something? Or? <laughs> no, Ben. Not everything is furry related. Fuck. Oh, you're right. Hey, keep your weeb moments out of this. Yeah, oh, I mean, weeb free zone. Yeah, they're not furries because sharks don't have fur, right? I, wow. I can't remember <laughs> um, identifying with these street sharks. <laughs> I, just, I can't relate to these guys. No. <laughs> they're bros. We weren't bros back then. Uh, wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> We're not bros. Wait, so the stepbrothers thing is real? <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> Touched on some deep stuff here. Oh. Yeah, we're getting deep now. We do a DNA test. You are not the brother. Brothers. Okay. Well, since I didn't get the answer I wanted, what about? <laughs> How about you, Keith? What about yeah, Keith? Did you have a street shark you wanted to you to play uh, as? The is, is reptile. What is that called? Ripster. Ripster. Stripper. Oh, okay. stripper. stripper. Yeah, stripper. Oh, that's his stripster. name. Okay, stripper. stripper. That's the stripster. one. Yeah. No, that's that's the furry version of the slobster. Uh, is oh, slobster man. the furry version of slobster? David, what? What? <laughs> I was just, David would be slobster because apparently no Ben's oh. the one who got slobster as a toy, right? No, I I had um or the other bad guy, the drill guy, drill guy, oh, drill slash, guy. slash. Wait, he's a drill, but his name is Slash. Yeah, yeah, uh. we've covered this. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. We've already established this. Okay. Wait, I, Stu, I don't remember we really establishing this. Which one were you? Ripster? Jab. I jab. always wanted oh, okay. to be Jab. But he wanted to be the round one. Okay. Yeah, Just the, the, the hammer. I always hand. wanted to be uh, um, Streaks. Because he rollerbladed. Is that, that was is this something you aspired to but never, I could did. never quite get it? I never could do I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, so in this episode, they uh, are trying to get this uh, advanced computer sphere thingy. And uh, yeah, there's always a cube. That. There's always a sphere. Yeah, it <laughs> looked like an. O- like, do you guys remember the Okami right. sphere from uh, uh, from South Park? The yeah, Okami game sphere. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> oh, come on, like, games <laughs> Um, So at the end of the episode, they pretty much just they uh, they 
are able to get the the sphere and they put it into Dr. Paranoid's hands and uh, they're building a super computer with lobster, orca, squid DNA and then with a machine. <laughs> I don't remember anything about this episode except for that last part. I just like a RoboCop kind of thing. I uh I know well yeah, I don't really remember that part, but I was going to ask Ben, because I know we were in season two when it first started. We were like, oh, man, the this is much better animation. Did this episode oh, yeah. seem actually, extremely lazy to you? Yeah. yeah, no, no. There was something off about this episode. Not only the animation, but was it me or they zoomed in like on everything? Yeah. Oh, they didn't want to redraw the scene, so they would just zoom in to make it look like they did something. Like even the fight scene, it was just like two frames of them like moving back over and forth. Over and back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Like when uh, at the end of the episode, when they were like wrestling inside of the jet yeah. or the copter <laughs> thing, they're just like they're just spazzing out. Look like they're like dancing or something. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is going on? So there was a uh, there's a YouTube channel that covers like old '90s like TV shows and cartoons, and they were like, "Yeah, I always wondered what happened to." I was like, "This is what happened to the show." They stopped caring, <laughs> and they they just let the money go to their heads, and all they wanted to do was sell toys. And then they gave all the money to Vin Diesel to cut that commercial, <laughs> and then they didn't have enough money to be able to hire anybody else to draw properly anymore. Yeah, it's the tragic story of the Street yeah. Sharks. Tales old, tales right. old as time. Yep. Um, so I want to open up. Is there any other thoughts on this episode? Stu, Keith, uh, not Stu, Keith. Uh, Keith or Orville, would you guys be interested in watching? Would that does this make you want to watch any more episodes? I think there was a reason why I stopped watching. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Snob. All right. So this is the old. first. <laughs> this is the first and last time Orville will be on the show. Thank you. <laughs> Um, what about you, Keith? Um, you already know I, what's happened to Orville. Just be careful. I have a question. What's the catchphrase for Street Sharks? Jawsome. Oh, okay, that's, that's a lot. Right. And feeding frenzy. Shark dive. Shark, shark attack. attack. Seismic slam. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, seismic slam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I was like, what, what? I'm missing something here. I don't think anyone. Shark. Wait, did anybody say shark attack? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you have to all say it at once. One, two, three. Shark, shark time. time. Shark time. Shark time. <laughs> so we'll just jump over. We normally would do our box office rundown, but because of the coronavirus, um, all theaters have pretty much come to a screeching halt. So most films are coming out to direct to consumer, going straight to like uh, you know streaming service, you know Disney Plus, Netflix, and that and that sort of thing, and Prime Video. Um, so where you don't have any box office numbers, but there is a piece of news that did hit uh, either it was today uh, that AMC is in deep deep trouble. Uh, AMC, because of the fact that the coronavirus hit during uh, a down, well, downtrend for them in terms of overall numbers and and bringing in revenue, they're even more trouble now that they are not open and they're just bleeding cash at this point. So um, I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, I know that uh, me, Stu, and Ben at one point all subscribed to MoviePass. And so we saw that kind of uh, grind to a, a screeching halt. Pretty sure it was all our fault too. <clears throat> it was 
you know, it's just a flawed system. It was a great system, but a flawed system. I, I think. think it was our fault. Nope. Um, <laughs> so what? That we went to go see movies? I'm sorry, we took advantage. Yeah, of the... that uh, you fucking made me give you my movie pass so you could. So go... that way we could go see movies together. <laughs> Get a ticket Dude, don't every be day. Crazy. All right. So <laughs> with that in mind, uh, wait, did uh, you caught? No. We all got caught because movie pass is no longer a thing. But, oh, yeah, right. we were all at, uh, <laughs> at, we are all victims of this victimless crime. Wait, I don't um, think we're I think we're the assailants. <laughs> uh, many millions of people who were on movie pass who no longer have it anymore. So um, with that in mind, I, I wanted to get uh Stu and ben's thoughts on this knowing that amc could possibly close their doors for good mm. um you know you guys are both regal movie pass holders regal boys. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts yeah what are you guys uh thoughts knowing that amc might be in some really big trouble man uh, we'll fuck amc and repping that <laughs> regal shit <laughs> nah, he's got a point <laughs> he's absolutely <laughs> right um, right on <laughs> Well, do you think it'll only impact you? It doesn't impact you guys too much because your closest theater is a Regal. If it was an, if it came down to it and they were both equidistant, would you guys have preferred to go to AMC or would you have preferred to go to Regal? I don't know. I haven't been to an AMC in a while, but I was going to ask because I know you go to AMC and I think Sean goes to AMC mainly. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like they've been doing a lot of like the modernizing, I guess, where it's like. Oh, we got, oh, we got alcohol and we got uh, you food. Know, food menus and stuff like that. Um, it does it, So did you get the vibe that they weren't making any money when you would go to the movie theater? Um, during the mornings when I would go see a movie like at around 11 for on a Sunday or Saturday. It wasn't yeah, that doesn't a, count. It, <laughs> yeah, so that those are typically off hours anyways. But, like, like when um, we went to so, go see Jay and Silent Bob reboot. That was that was a special occasion though. No, no, no. But I was just saying, limited, just like at the concession stand, there was a huge, there was like a huge line, if I remember. Yeah, it took. We had to wait a while to just to get your stuff, even through the the whatever the AMC calls it, the express line. Yeah, I think in general, when there's a big movie premiere or big movie release, especially like you know the Star Warses and like the big Disney stuff, I think in general, I think it's okay. But I think it's like the off season, like when it's not summer. When kids are in a school, you know, usually like I know that they every theater does the five dollar Tuesday or some variant of it to try to bring in business. So I, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think you're right. I didn't see any indication that they that they were in that much trouble. Yeah, because I feel like whenever I've gone to AMC in the past, there's always been like a a lot of people there, so I never got that vibe that they're struggling. Um, but do you see Regal also making that kind of commitment to, you know, upgrading seating, you know, more food options, alcohol, beverages, and oh. just making it more of a theater experience? Well, I know the ones around, uh, around me have done that. Um, the one I go to did that a few years ago. Um, so I think that was probably the, that's probably a trend be- at the time because, uh, no one was going to see movies anymore. So instead of having like, I don't know, an auditorium that seats a hundred people, hundred and I don't know, 50 people, they just cut it down to like 50 or 60 people uh, with, you know, bigger seats to actually try to bring people in. And I, you know, I thought that was a good idea. I mean, they sold me on it, but now this damn coronavirus. So maybe they probably should have considered maybe just limiting the number of people in this theater and just saying, Hey, every other, other seat, 
like every two seats you can actually they they already did try that Um, oh and it didn't work well i mean i I believe amc did it where only 50 people were allowed in the theater and i'm not sure what the spacing was i'm not sure if it was every other seat or whatever but i do know that they limited the maximum amount of people and allowed in a theater at one time and unfortunately they made another call after that that they were just going to close down indefinitely and a lot of theaters kind of followed suit so this isn't just an amc issue it's more of a just a movie theater issue and now i mean every other theater is pretty much closed because you know they're not an essential service so they can't really do anything anyways yeah but ben does this do anything for you as a as a movie goer or theater patron knowing that you know one of the biggest ones is may or may not be there by the end of the year yeah well two things number one fuck amc number two (laughs) uh it it does make me kind of sad that you know uh there might be you know we 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 might lose one of these big chains of movie theaters that have been like providing access to people all over the country a, a way to watch movies however in the same vein um if at the end of this you know uh the movie industry kind of crawls back up you know this might give opportunities for other people to kind of step up and try to take that spot you know who knows maybe yeah who knows maybe alamo kind of crawls through the cracks and says hey this is my spot now this is totally my spot you know yeah we definitely love that concept for sure yeah we would definitely love to see um, more of those come on um since we have orville and keith both here orville when's the last time you went to the theaters um a few months ago i saw lights out with hannah um and i haven't listen to your podcast your guys's review on it but i'm gonna do that later God on fuck orville i was <laughs> you told me you were so you were waiting for that episode and you lights out or me. knives out not uh knives out sorry knives oh out. okay i was like what lights out lights <laughs> out wasn't that like a 2014 movie wait that's yeah, a scary one we watched yeah, it. yeah that's, that's the one where they the I, the, the lights go on. girl can only move in the dark I definitely didn't that watch that movie. <laughs> turned out to not be that scary. Wait, you, we were at your apartment, though. Yeah, we, we oh, watched that. Was that apartment. one? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you mean the ones bad. where I had my eyes covered the entire time and I had ear plugs in? What are you talking about? Yeah, that one. Uh, Knives Out. So you Knives guys saw out. that a couple weeks ago. Where did you guys see that one? We saw it at a Regal Cinemas close by. Yeah. Regal yeah. Boys. We've always been. Okay. Or I've been a fan of Regal. And there's a Regal Cinema in West Covina. What what is the difference for you guys when it goes to Regal versus AMC? Is it just because it's like AMC big box chain versus? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Convenience. I just wanted to know. I I, I didn't know it's if there like was a an Coke actual... and Pepsi thing or Ford and Chevy. Yeah. Like, actually, I would say I prefer Regal more to AMC because they're the only where they actually have real IMAX theaters versus AMC who doesn't. They advertise that they have IMAX. Wait, what's real but... IMAX versus fake IMAX? Okay. Laser go. or not laser? Shut uh, up. We're learning. I think if you go to the on, is it the Ontario Mills has yeah. a Regal or? Uh-huh. They have both. Uh, oh, okay. Well, the Ontario Mills Regal has a real IMAX screen. So if you go there and look at the size of it versus somewhere else around the it area says that IMAX. Yeah, it's like night and day. It's like you're you're looking at the Empire State Building versus like the model the side of, of your house. Oh. So like AMC just doesn't have the true to size IMAX screen. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. It's oh, just I like never knew a regular that. movie theater screen. Hmm. I don't think I went to enough IMAX movies to ever notice that. 
Oh, I I think I <laughs> I I think I saw The Dark Knight twenty times in IMAX. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> oh, All at real or... IMAX or fake IMAX? I saw it at the Ontario Mills. So twenty oh, times. Well, I would think that after seeing it twenty times, then you wow. went to an AMC IMAX, you'd be like, "Wait a second, something's not right." <laughs> Is this picture in picture? <laughs> yeah, where's the rest of the screen? What am I watching this on my phone? This tiny <laughs> screen. Um, what about you, Keith? When was the last time you saw a movie in a theater? Yeah, honestly, I don't remember. It's just with <laughs> you guys. It's only quality with, with us with you guys. Basically, you're like, oh, Keith. By the way, we're watching movie. You want to go? Um, I don't know. Uh, and then I, I go anywhere. Oh, I have <laughs> oh, to hang out my work. Ooh. Okay, whatever, dude. So there you go. Oh, Me that's why. So, okay. so, Keith, so Keith's long, 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 uh, long answer short is doesn't care. Yeah, but I have a question for you guys. What uh, is your question? So, um, in light of the coronavirus, you know, and to say President Trump wanted us to um, come back before Easter <laughs> to um, have businesses open. Um, if that were to happen, would you watch a movie during this time? I'm just curious. Uh, With no. mask on? Oh, hell no. Okay. I'll bring um, wait, 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 wait. Unless I am, I am allowed to go into the theater with the hazmat suit. Okay. That, yeah, uh, I got like the a full, real one. I got the full face mask respirator, so I'm good. Dude, that thing fell apart oh. before you even walked in. No, mine's that, the that legit was... one. Yours, yeah, the oh, yours is the mine. shitty oh, one. It was. <laughs> it was Ben's that with like the two the two parts that are supposed to be the respirator were like completely made out of plastic. Oh. And he was like putting it on, it kept falling off. It wouldn't screw back in. Yeah, you get what you pay for. So. Yeah, I'm a noob. Oh my god. But okay, <laughs> so you guys, you guys, wait. Well, you said something. I no. I know. I was, if I were, I would probably go with that that full face respirator on. <laughs> And there's, I'll just be in the theater. Just oh, oh, you can just do that at a, a quiet place too. Yeah, that that should be the annoying. loudest thing in there. Would be you or Star Wars: A New Hope. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. I can only breathe when Darth Vader's on screen. <laughs> so, but yeah, Keith, you bring up a really good question. I know that you know President Trump wants that to be that to happen, but I think that right now at this point, it's a, it's definitely still in the paranoia stage for a lot of people like people are still very scared very concerned um i mean until toilet paper comes to a normal level again that's that's the metric that is the metric when when the when the shelves are stocked full of toilet paper and sanitize sanitation supplies we can we can go back to the theater i will feel safe with our new segment the toilet paper rundown where we'll be going over the toilet paper box office run (laughs) i can tell you as of six o'clock on april 6th uh april 6 2020 uh when i went to walmart before the podcast they had 14, uh, 14 things of toilet paper and 10 things of paper towels. That's a good sign. So we are still a long, long away from feeling safe once again. Mine was uh, my Albertsons is zero of both of those. So. Yeah, oh. Well, I mean, if you guys need some, just let me know if I if you guys need. Oh, he's a hoarder. Oh my god. Okay. No, I don't. Ha- I only had four rolls of toilet paper. Okay, <laughs> up until like three weeks ago. And I had to barter. And then I ran out. <laughs> well, how else? I, they didn't have any masks, so what do you do? You just wrap your head in toilet paper as a mask. That's right? Smart. Like a mummy. Yeah. Right? I mean, it can't get in if I yeah. can't see either. 
that is that what they're telling you at the hospital to wrap yourself in toilet paper? <laughs> we <laughs> have to conserve pretty everything. Close. Pretty close, yeah. I mean, <laughs> at first they were like, "Oh, bananas are okay," but yeah. um, uh, in the hospital, we've been like fighting back on making sure we have masks. Uh, the N95s, like even the hospitals, other hospitals. Um, so my hospital, they provide us with one mask per shift, twelve-hour shift, N95. But the original is um, you're supposed to take it off each time you exit the room because each time you fix it, um, you you lose the seal. So that's why it's dangerous in a sense that we have to reuse it for the whole day. Um, but also some hospitals, they don't provide it for you until the po- patient is positive. So it's like if you know oh, that you could have already it, contracted. Yeah, you could have gotten it anyway. Um, <clears throat> so that's uh, one of the issues with um, PPE and stuff is like there it's not we're not provided with everything or some hospitals are don't want to provide you with everything unfortunately you know what i mean i i know a lot of uh businesses prepare for like you know fire drills earthquakes and stuff like that um what do you think you guys felt during you know i'm sure you guys probably had training on this kind of stuff Uh, (laughs) how is it actually being in this now compared to just training oh, in general no this is weird just because like when it first started getting to the pandemic stage uh, we everything is new like every policy is new um they're making new we'll say sops or like just things to plan ahead like everyone in the hospital all the hospitals are just learning as they go um that's basically what's going on right now which is kind of hard so a lot of nurses call off or like because some of the nurses that i know and even administrative staff, like the higher ups, they've actually contracted coronavirus in our hospital. So it's kind of, yeah. you know, like a, it's kind of weird because uh, you, you talk with these people every day and then they have it. And you, that's why a lot of people are like testing themselves outside of our hospital to make sure that to see if it's actually positive. So as you can tell, it's kind of stressful in general, the hospital for all types of staff, even non-nursing um, it's just the environment right now. So as four people who, you know, four other people who are not involved in healthcare, I mean, Orville technically is, but um, what would you, like, Orville's a coder. Um, you know, you're not going, you're still not going into the hospital, right, Orville? No, I, um, my office was across the street from the hospital. And since the pandem- pandemic hit, we've I've been re- working remote and um, I've already been, working remotely so i'm used to it and i got all my equipment at home so just okay. he- just hearing um all the other employees all the medical staff their their stories about it and how they have to get screened every single morning just to show up to the hospital like um and i'm not sure what the screening process um involves but it's definitely a temperature check and then checking vitals and all that stuff before they even get walk into the building. So it's pretty stressful for them. Yeah. It's starting to get a little bit weird because uh, I'm still working because we're considered essential because we make military stuff and they actually brought in uh, thermometers or those like uh, forehead scanning ones um, starting today. So they're going to scan us as soon as we walk in the door to make sure that we're not, you know, running a fever or anything like that. But we have a guy who, apparently runs a little bit on the warm side and so when they scan him and he said 99 they're like oh you got to go home he goes no no that's about normal for him i was like what the heck <laughs> i run hot <laughs> yeah i'm like are you constantly running places like you need to walk or i don't know take an ice bath or something um but 
you know, all joking aside, Keith, we are, uh, you know, we we're constantly thinking about you and, and hope that you're staying safe. But um, for people who are not, um, you know, on the front lines, what is there that we can do to help you guys? Like everyone says, stay home. Um, only go out for, yeah, right? <laughs> Introverts unite. <laughs> but um, yeah, basically stay home. Um, only leave the house for essential trips, like going to Starbucks. No, I was kidding. Because um, some people do that. You don't know how much of a relief it is on the weekends for me to just be like, oh, we, uh, we have, I can just stay home and not have to worry about, oh, we got to go to LA and we got to go here <laughs> and we got to go there. It sounds Although, like uh, it's a task for you to hang out yeah, with your friends. Yeah, it is. Every time you've seen me there, I've been faking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the truth cometh out. It's oh all my. just a mechanism for me to get ramen, and then the rest of the night is just shitty. That's <laughs> fair. I, I am just existing at this point, but if you had left, if you just asked me, Stuart, what else do you want to do? And I would oh. tell you, nothing. Go, go home. home. Go home. Go I just, to... I'm just here for Ricosha. You sound like Darren. <laughs> Wait, Ben, you've been doing the same the whole time we've been faking each other out, making yeah. subjecting ourselves to fucking late ass. <laughs> you guys night. have been playing social chicken <laughs> to see who could last out the longest and who's finally gonna be able to just say, oh, all right. I give up. It's 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 okay, nine it's, o'clock. It's, I'm going home now. <laughs> oh thank God Stu broke first. I wanted to go home at seven. I like that situation. That's pretty funny. So uh, who wants to go to LA after this? <laughs> Do you think oh, they can go and just get like Ecosia to go or something? You think they're still? I think open? they deliver. Yeah. Uh huh. Well, L- they'll deliver I'm... out to me right now. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. It. That's actually funny because I think they do like a zero delivery charge right now to support, you know, the hashtag great takeout or whatever they're calling it. it. Is it also infinite delivery distance. range? Yeah. That, I don't know about the the, the distance. Be like, uh, I would like to order a uh, McDonald's from uh, New York, please. Why? There's one right next to you. No, no, no. Nope. New York. Please. No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, I want the freshest New York beef. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, once again, you know, Keith, keep it up. We're uh, we're with you, man. And uh, let us know if there's anything we can do for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides, go to work for you. Unfortunately, we're nope. not. Yep. I am not a registered nurse, and uh, I can send you one N95 mask. But then apparently oh it's a, so quick question. And, you know, maybe this will be helpful for everyone listening. Uh, so I have a like a, I bought a box of N95 masks like yes. six, six months ago before this ever became a thing. And so I just kind of have them. So you're saying that if I wear one, let's say out into the store and then okay. I get back in my car, that mask is done. Like it's useless now. Well, not necessarily. Um, no. Not necessarily in your case, because for me, I have to be face to face with these patients oh, who okay. are coughing and everything. I That's see. one of the issues. Um, for I guess the regular person, like outside, it's not essential that it has to be perfect because like mm-hmm. you're not in face to face. Because like in the hospital, we're fit tested, so we have to actually test to make sure that um, our fit uh... is correct. So that involves having to wear the mask and then breathing in, like a, a <laughs> we wear a cap on top of our heads. And breathe in this substance, like um, just uh, keep breathing inside this bag, that really bitter substance oh, that's very strong. So it kind of tests to make sure there's a complete seal. Um, but for you outside, it's not too necessary. Um, for that. Um, so yeah, but ha- for you. But you Keith, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Stu go to the store? He gets into everybody's face. Hey, what you buying? 
<laughs> oh, those look good. <laughs> oh, this is the one I want right here. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are thing. nice and ripe no, no, right no. here. No, that's no, what no. you want to see. No, it's not that bad. Uh, like, I'll, I'll put, let me put it back. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, here, hold case. up. Wait, let me take this mask off. Let me shine it up for you. <sighs> here you go, sir. Oh, we got a little smudge uh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks his, yeah, looks no. and starts wiping off. Yeah, my my case. grocery my grocery store trips take like forty five to ninety minutes. <laughs> Essential, yes. Every everything. Just gotta check out, check out, you know, check it out, check what everyone's doing. You know, <laughs> what are they up to? What are they doing in there? Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we go, we before we go this, uh, even further down this rabbit hole, um, we want to talk about our week's movie of the week uh, is Step Brothers. Um, as we've been doing in the last couple of weeks, we've been having our guests do the synopsis. So, uh, I don't know, Stu. I'll let you pick. Do you want Orville or you want Keith to give the synopsis for? I want brother? Orville to start it, and I want Keith to finish it. Oh wow! Oh, huh? Like uh, right, Orville, kick it off. <laughs> uh, you got some two forty-year-old curly-haired d- dinguses. <laughs> um, <laughs> their parents get married and. All hell breaks loose. Is, is that the end of the synopsis? <laughs> that's, that's, that's my synopsis. That's, that's pretty that's good. good. It's all right. No, you can that's keep going. A plus. <laughs> all hell no, breaks loose. Be you guys just like hand it off to each other. That'd be great. So you said curly haired dinguses, and then and and then Keith goes, and then all hell breaks loose. That's how. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> yeah, but oh, okay. Well, yeah, he finished it. I guess. Wait. So you want me to continue? Yes. If you have anything to add. Oh my god. Okay, so I'll write the whole book book report. Okay, so the two brothers join in forces uh, to uh, when they find the other brother. Wait, who's... So there's Dale. And then... What's the other brother's name? Derek. Brennan. Oh, Brennan. Is it Brennan? Okay. And also Derek. Derek is, Derek. The, dude, is the douchebag. Oh. So they join he's forces. He's the actual... He's the protagonist? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So they become close brothers, but in that relationship, drive their parents apart. And in their drive to bring them back together, they better their lives and become adults. Oh, oh my God. And then bring them back together, the whole family resolution. The end. <laughs> what a sweet story. Roll credits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. Oh. Oh, Keith, wow, Keith actually watched it. I'm surprised. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so um, just to recap for this one, Stu has seen this movie. I've seen this movie. Orville, I believe you saw this movie, right? Um, I hadn't seen it before um, oh. yesterday. Yeah, wow. yeah. About it's you, my Keith. first. It's my first Will Ferrell, John C. Riley movie. What? That I've seen. what? Wow. Okay. So, fresh Keith, eyes. have you yeah. had you had seen this movie beforehand? I watched it a few hours before this podcast. That was the not... first time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, okay, so me and Stuart are the only ones who had had seen it before. Wait, Ben hadn't seen it either? No, I haven't. See? Wait, oh. you, what? Yeah. And I think if we had gotten Thomas on, on the podcast, I think we would have had four people who mm-hmm. had not seen it to two people who had. That's just... Wow. I mean... It's kind of like... I, so my question... I, we got to start with the, the guests here, right? So, Keith, how did you avoid... You've been friends with Stu for... 
How long have we been friends for? Over 10 years. That's a bold of you to assume we're friends, but you can uh, just go ahead and assume probably like at least four, like, 12. Let's mm. rephrase. We have known each other. Yeah, we have exist. Acquainted, uh, uh, been acquainted. We have for shared a communal decade. space for um, starting... 12 to 14 years. Holy fuck. Is that really been that, that long? We're old I know. That, see, wow. let that sink in for a second, but I'm going to let Keith finish. I'm going to let you finish. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you finish, but... Okay. But... Yeah, uh, Keith, had the... how did how did how did you avoid all of these years not seeing this film? Well, first off, um, if it was on repeat like Scrubs and the Apartment, then <laughs> I mean, then I would definitely have watched it. But if it, it wasn't, if it, so if it was on repeat and it was a show called Scrubs, then yeah, I would have seen it. Yeah, def- most definitely watched it at least three times. Um, Do you so... think Scrubs was the reason why you ended up becoming immersed? No. But I would have been yes. become a doctor if that was the case. I heard yes. All right. So or no, that's what I said. Yes. Okay. All right. You heard it. All right. Orville, how did you avoid uh, not seeing Step Brothers the last twelve years? Yeah, I don't know. I I just remember Stuart quoting the movie, and I just like block it out of my out of my theory. You know, just ignore the. I guess I guess I can't really say very much because I felt like I had the same experience with Rick and Morty with Thomas Uh because he was like burping all the time, and and I'm like, what is wrong with him? He just does he have like like a stomach problem? And then I watched it, I was like, oh, I get it now. I totally, totally get it. Yeah, I'm yes. very surprised because um, for all you, for all for everyone who doesn't know, me, Keith, and Stuart lived together in college, and um, this came this movie came out in 2008. I'm surprised. Correct. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. we hadn't seen it. So, huh. yeah, maybe uh, I, if I owned it, maybe we would have seen it. I don't think I owned mm-hmm. it at the time. Yeah, wow. this is this um, is pre Netflix. So yeah, yeah. What about you, Ben? How did you avoid to watch this uh, gold over the last 12 years? Cause I don't watch shit movies. Shit, I'm just I, uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> just an anomaly. Uh, I beg to differ, Ben. Wait, wait, what? I beg to differ the statement that you don't watch shit movies. <laughs> shit movies. Okay, okay. Let's run it back. Let's see the receipts. Let's see the fucking receipts. Me, me and Stu are thinking of examples right off the top, and I can't think of anything because I'm trying to run the annihilation. Podcast right now. One, boom. Midsummer, boom! Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Let, let's take back the thing you don't mean. Mandy, boom! Wait, you liked Mandy? I like the end of it. <laughs> yeah, because it ended. I like the credits because it was over. Um, all, what did all these movies have in common? Stu went with Ben because Ben recommended it, and then Stu didn't like it. <laughs> Pretty much anything Ben recommends, I'll instantly not like. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Boom. What? Oh my god. No, what? Wait, you didn't like that? Oh, okay. I'm kidding on that. I liked it. It was good. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll just uh we're kind of running short on time. So uh Keith, uh score. Oh, um I don't have a like I don't have a baseline like a what? So what's a nine what, nine out of ten? What's a nine out of ten to you guys? Well, give me some movies. This is individual to you. A one out of ten would be the your least favorite Scrubs episode, and a okay. ten would be your favorite episode of Scrubs. But the least favorite Wait. Scrubs episode would be like a, at least a six or seven on my scale. Wait, no, I mean, I You're not I using a fair metric, Stu. Fair. I don't know. Oh no 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 no! I got it! I got it! I got it! I got it! All right, uh, Scrubs a uh, ten would be no. We'll just rank from one to ten. Ten would be or what? See how many seasons were there? Nine, right? The last season Eight. was nine. Eight. 
no, eight nine. actual seasons. No, no, no. Nine, well, nine is that's how bad nine was. Nine would be that's your one out of ten. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you can put it in perspective of which season if you're, if, you know, based on that score. Um, one, one to nine. Okay. Well, that still is not that good. But anyways, let me see. Um. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um. I. Okay. We'll say for Stewart's sake, Smith. Some. 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 Whatever. Somewhere. That's the one that. Um. He said Ben. Ben's recommendation wasn't that good. I would say that's that movie is like a six. I'd say. So for this okay. movie, I'd be like. We'll say just solid. What's all the eight? I'd say for Ooh, fun. Pretty and, high. Uh, yeah, it's not the best movie, but I liked it. It was fun. Um, what was your favorite part of it? Up. The best part of the movie is I was just folders in your cup. Oh my god! Are we just, are we just folding in spoilers in, into this part also? No, I was just uh, just wanted to 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 just. What was your favorite thing about the movie i guess oh, just like a um, generalized review yeah don't just, spoil anything okay well i mean stepbrothers if you look at the trailer they're just like big adults doing kid things because uh, they're stepbrothers um that was fun i like that they're messing around and the okay. shenanigans that was fun what about you orville score um i went into this movie expecting something like you know happy gilmore or like that sort of cheesy comedy you know but the, I felt like they were pushing a lot of jokes on you or, and, and like cursing and vul- vulgarity. They kind of like came out of nowhere for me. I laughed a lot, but I think I'm going to have to give this like a six and a half to seven. All right. Orville's not invited on the podcast. <laughs> so, so outside of the initial impressions that it was a little bit vulgar, if I told you that 75% of this movie was ad-libbed, oh. would that change your mind at all? No, I um I expected it to be like that. It sounded yeah. like it because they were just there's a lot of riffing yeah, in between a lot of the riffing, two of them, and just... there's you know comedy genius between the two. I guess uh you know since Orville gave it a six and a half out of uh, out of ten, uh, that's his initial impression. What about you, Ben? Initial impression and uh, score. An initial impression. Well, I mean, okay, so there might be a little bias here because. I need to kind of compare this against other Will Ferrell movies, right? I mean, this is kind of what... Yeah, I mean... <sighs> comparing against the list of, like, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, you know, Semi-Pro, all those other films, like... Uh, I, I don't know. Everyone's always hyped up and talked about Step Brothers a lot. You know, Step Brothers is, like, pretty high up there on everyone's list. Uh so going into it, I feel like I was a little disappointed. Um, you know, especially when we're comparing it to other Will Ferrell movies. You know, if we're going with that type of humor and whatnot. And, you know, a comedy duo of him and John C. Riley, I thought was going to be pretty great. And I did like all the characters. You know, I felt like everyone was cast really, really great. You know, Adam Scott as the, uh, the asshole brother and uh i actually really liked the uh, catherine han you know his uh his wife right adam scott's wife i thought mm-hmm. she did a really good job but she was really funny yeah i actually she was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie but i would have to say I- i'm kind of with orville on this i'm gonna give it like a six. Oh, for fuck's sake yeah cool oh I think my this God. is the I last don't... time we'll be hearing from ben <laughs> all right yeah, it'd be the, the cinco right. and a half I show i cannot even believe what i'm hearing right now. all right now. so those are so hold on wait Stu. hold on you'll get your you'll get your chance um so those were three initial hold impressions back, back. what about 
for someone who is a seasoned stepbrother fan, uh, like, you know, viewer, Stu, what was your secondary, like, what's your re-impression and uh, what was your score? Uh, my impression of this movie hasn't changed. This is like one of my favorite movies. And I think less of Orville, both Orville and Ben now uh, because of it, uh, because of their take on this movie, uh, which is one of my favorite comedies, uh, especially, you know, not just comedy, but like just having Will Ferrell and John C. Riley's, uh, you know, uh, chemistry and their riffing is, is like one of my, like, there's so many things like that are like, that are um, like quotable from this movie that. And it's, you know, it's just one of my favorites. So for me, um, I didn't, I'm not going to give it a 10, but I will give it a nine and a half uh, because oh, wow. I'll give, uh, I'll give it minus 0.5 uh, as a, as a pity point for Ben, because I have a feeling some of this, his review of this movie is seated in being shunned by John C. Riley that one time. So okay. fucking oh, ruined I remember fucking that. setup I for the score and the spoiler section. Fuck you, Stu. God damn it. I had this whole <laughs> thing written now. And now, you know what? I don't even want to be on this podcast anymore. Where the fuck is the hang up button? God damn it. Fuck. <laughs> maybe so, you shouldn't uh, have for... rated it so low then. Maybe you should <laughs> let me ramp up. All right. Maybe you see me going up some stairs. It's like, oh, where is he going? Where is he going? Where, what floor is he going to land on? But no. Yeah. Um. He's so branded. for me, I I would have to give it a seven, only because I would have given it an eight, but I had to dock it a full point because of that uh that interaction. That because happened. you were the you were the one responsible. I was the one who was get who got rejected by him directly. <laughs> oh, and wow. he wasn't even funny. You know how people say don't meet your heroes. Well, oh. he wasn't my hero, and I still met him, and he wasn't funny at all. Oh. That's all I would say, right? And He's lucky Will Ferrell was in that movie to carry him. Oh my god! <laughs> Shit. So much That's a seven. It would have been an eight, but I'm, I'm still mad. Because <laughs> I because it wasn't Ben's birthday, and I think he could tell it was a lie. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ben. We, can, <laughs> we can try to re- recapture the moment uh, with what Don't you were again. planning in the spoilers. Nope. That was that was pretty much it. So, all right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna jump straight into uh, the spoiler zone. Ben started off. Ben, why'd you give it a six? John C. Riley, why the fuck didn't you let me take a picture with you at that fucking bar? I just saw you. I didn't want to bother you. I just went up to you and asked you if you wanted a birthday. And you're just like, go fuck off, kid. What the fuck, John C. Riley? He said, hi, he said happy birthday to you twice, even though it wasn't your birthday. Yeah, I know, but you, you what, what a stand. Jeez, a normal, a normal person might have been grateful just to have that person acknowledge them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the person who should be the most hurt is me. <laughs> I didn't. Him. He didn't say happy birthday to me, because I didn't pretend it was my birthday. <laughs> you pretended it was my birthday. <laughs> well, because you were the one who wanted to take a picture with him, and nobody believed me when we first sat down. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's John C. Riley. No, like, no, it's not. And then like, and then Ben thought it was like his idea. He goes, Hey, I think it's John C. Riley. And everybody goes, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, What the hell is that? <laughs> no one cares, David. And it was Eric Warheim too, right? Or was it Tim? Uh-huh. No, it was, it was Tim. I think it was Tim. It was Tim. Tim. Oh, yeah, it was Tim. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember which one it was because I know it's the Tim and Eric show. So I was like, I'm going to fuck this up. Chance. I think, I honestly think if we had gone and talked to Tim first, 
I think it would have. I think we could have gotten Riley probably uh, jealous, and he would have been like, "Okay, maybe I should take a picture with these guys." Well, you rolled those dice, and uh, I did. Nope, we went straight crapped, for the shark. We went out. for the big. Yep, we went for the big whale, and it did not land. Yep. Okay. All right. Um. So, uh, Ben, is your movie score only based on the fact that you got rejected? <laughs> I docked it probably what five I points. Five, five <laughs> <and a half laughs> points. Five and a half points. Now bringing up those old scars. You know, maybe a three and a half. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> yeah, right. He hurt you, huh, man? <laughs> Who hurt uh, you? I will say this. like uh, My thoughts are kind of in line with Orville. I felt like the, you know, it was a lot of riffing. You know, I, I understood that going into it. You know, a lot of Jude, Judd Apatow uh, productions are kind of like that. Um, especially earlier Adam McKay movies, even though now he's making like Oscar bait movies at this point. But, um, you know, a lot of it was, it did seem kind of like out there and kind of random. But I did like, you know, some of the jokes that they brought in, you know, like, what was it, when they were, uh, when Adam Scott was trying to sell the house and, you know, uh, Will Ferrell dressed up as the Nazi <laughs> and, the, and they're across the street as the, the Klansman. So. That was pretty good, but uh, aside from that, I don't know. It just felt, it, it was a lot of just scenes where they just left the camera on John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, and just felt like Adam McKay was like, "All right, do something funny." Yeah, it was like we're going talk to keep some You say that yeah, like it's a I bad agree. thing. I think I'm in the same, I'm in the camp with Stu that because it was, you could see this natural chemistry that they had between them, mm-hmm. and that they didn't have to structure it around something. It's just kind of like, hey, we're throwing you guys in a room. You guys just got into a fight. You got in trouble with mom and dad, whatever. Go, right? Knowing that, to me, just, I don't know, I appreciate it even more, knowing that it's hard to uh, generate that kind of, like, genuine comedy and humor when you could tell, like, there was moments where Riley's, like, John C. Riley's character, uh, Dale, almost starts laughing because he knows what Will Ferrell is about to say. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I do like how they had this natural chemistry with each other, and they're able to play off of each other really well. It's just, I felt like the parts that did the most were the jokes that were kind of a little more structured, you know? Not so much like, uh, let's record you just sitting on the couch riffing on John C. Riley, but rather parts where, hey, he is dressed up as a Nazi and a Klansman, and hey, it's the Catalina fucking wine mixer. That, play, that part got me so fucking good, you, like, you know? So you like... <laughs> So you like the boats and hose? Oh. I did. Video? I, I did like the boats and hose. So okay. I think what Ben is trying to say is like he wished there was more structure. Yeah, it, it seemed like the the parts where they uh, where they had just had them riffing each other seemed like it it went on a little too long. It was just oh, they would drag on a little bit. Okay, yeah, it, I get it. It, it kind of okay. did. And I especially and when we we're looking at the other Will Ferrell movies, I you know I, I do like Anchorman better. I do like Talladega Nights better. You know, uh, I, I feel like I, I, I remember a lot more of those movies, especially quotable in, in that sense. Like you okay. said, too. Like, well, I, um, that's weird because okay. I'm like totally opposite. I can quote like most of Step Brothers where as like <laughs> Talladega Nights. And there's only like a few things I can I could probably quote. I actually quoted Chicken Talladega Bake. Nights yesterday. So <laughs> with uh, Kevin Bowie. So it was, it was great. Uh, also, um, th- there was one yeah, thing that um, was kind of weird to me. My last thought on this was that they said that Will Ferrell 
or they had this whole thing, you know, they're building up to it that Will Ferrell has a really good singer, right? And then at the end, they do at the Calvin Wine Victor where he sings that one song from Moulin Rouge or something, right? Uh, but isn't John C. Riley a really good singer? But like, he's a different type of singer. Like he's more like baritone and like country. It's I think that's weird. Was, I think it was part of the joke is that like uh, Will Ferrell is supposed to be a good singer, but then he sings and he's like. It's nothing great really about it. So. Okay. <laughs> so, and then there's also sure. like the, the swap, right? John C. Riley, I don't think, can play drums, but Will Ferrell actually can. Yep. Oh, wait, really? Right. Mm-hmm. He's Yeah, he's the drummer in Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> no, they, had a, they had a drum battle. Uh, yeah, he had a drum battle with himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, when you're right, you're yeah, right. If you don't, yeah, if you don't know the reference, just Google it. All right. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure I know where Stu stands, so I'll leave Stu's comments. I want to know what Keith <laughs> thinks. Keith, what about you? Since you were a first-time viewer, long-time, long-time listener, first-time caller, <laughs> first-time um, listener, first-time <laughs> first watcher, um, and you watched the movie and you gave it an eight. Why? Well, I mean, I could. Okay, well, I'll, I'll go from like a, I kind of side more with Stuart. I mean, it's just fun in general. Um, the jokes, uh, I mean, it was just fun. The chemistry was great. I thought that was basically why I gave it a higher um, rating than the others. But um, for in terms of Ben, I feel like I understand where he's come from. In terms of, I well, I was going to say this opinion about Ben. Um, I think that, Ben, you're trying to say that it feels more, um, when you say structured, it's not like just something that you just make up as in like a, it's more thought about, more like a, something that they planned and had a better plan ahead for um, the script and the jokes and everything. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, it's not not necessarily cheap, but something that they've had a lot of thought behind and there's a reason behind each of the... Um, kind of, yeah. I mean, it felt uh, like it, it doesn't feel as rewarding if you pay attention rewarding. to some of the jokes yeah. and then, like, you know, you get, like, a payoff for it later. There are only a few instances of that where I could, I don't know. There are other comedies where, you know, they, they reuse a joke or, you know, use a running gag or something, you know, where this right. one, there's a lot of one-off jokes. That yeah. Oh, because there was, it wasn't a story-driven type. It didn't drive the story during those moments where it's just them with a camera on them, and they just said, all right, run, just get after it. Or kind of, yeah. It, it just didn't seem like a lot, of, like, not even driving a plot or anything. It's just there... It, it, a lot of jokes are single use you pay attention to it once and it goes away and it doesn't really feed into anything else later on even another running joke there were very few instances of that that's why i really like the catalina wine mixer because they just fucking kept going catalina wine mixer. and now i finally realized why you invited us to go to catalina and you kept saying catalina fucking wine wine mixer i kept thinking why the fuck are you saying that we're not there's no mixer there's no wine it's just catalina oh my god um well, I, I wanted to ask, Stu, is that the reason why it's so quotable for you? Because of the fact there's so many one-offs, like there's a lot of opportunity. There's like a, almost like a joke bank kind of that they're I think, building. I think is so. That what it is? I think so. And a lot of it has to do with just like the, the just the silliness of like what is being said. Like like one of my, my favorite lines from the movie is like you can like if you're not really paying attention, you probably wouldn't even hear it. But like when it's after Dale and Brennan first start like hitting it off. And they go into their their parents' bedroom and ask if they can build bunk beds. Uh, so, so then you hear them go off, and you know they, they hear all no this noise, 
noise of them building the bunk bed. And yeah, his dad goes, Dale, Dale, no power tools. He's just he's like, okay, well, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not. And he's like, he's like my toothbrush. That is not your toothbrush. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I'm done anyways. Done anyways. <laughs> yeah. I, one of, that's one of my favorite moments is also with that is after they build the bunker, it's like, man, there's so much room for activities. Yeah, and then he goes, and then he's like instantly like jumps in and goes, Hey, do you like guacamole? And then he crushes him, and then he runs into his parents' room and goes, "I, I killed him. There's stuff of blood everywhere." And then they snap to it. It's just Will Ferrell has like a scratch on his forearm, and that's it. Yep. And then he snaps at it, and I'm like, "You, I, no." To me, I don't think that they could have scripted that. Like that was just kind of like, "All right, you guys want to do what? All right, as long as you don't kill him, that's fine. We have the rest of the movie to do." But all right, go ahead. Man, yeah, that, that's my favorite. That was like my favorite line from the movie. <laughs> Dale, no power tool. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, Stu, what, as somebody who's watched this multiple times, I mean, how many times would you probably have to estimate? Uh, probably 15 to 20. Okay, so what, oh. has your favorite moment changed at all outside of that um, moment where they build bunk beds? I think it's bounced around um, until I, like, really started to, like, kind of refine where, where my favorite moment was. Because, like, you know, obviously the boats and hose song is great uh, <laughs> yeah the whole their whole press even just even the prestige worldwide like presentation they're giving where he's like just like some stupid shit where he's like um where they're like telling what they specialize in and he at one of them he just says black leather gloves because he's because <laughs> he's wearing like fingerless gloves just, but like Oh, yeah, oh I and they're doing the, the pitch about the prestige worldwide with yeah. like typing. He's like, "Oh, yeah. research, development," yeah. and then he's <laughs> black oh, okay, leather gloves. <laughs> so yeah, because that like at one point that was like my favorite moment, and the other time was like uh, when you know there's so much room for activities, which is you know still something I quote today. Uh huh. I, I, but I I always quote it, and I don't think anyone ever knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I love that. Scene. I did. Yeah. So, <laughs> I love that scene, man. I, yeah, I, so, I hard so, so I'm glad. So that, like, that, yeah, I'm glad there's you know at least three more people in our group have watched it. So now that I, whenever I quote it, you know, you'll be like, oh, that's what he's been saying. Like, I think the ma- the major ones, I think everybody would probably rate pretty highly. I think it's the fact that as a movie as a whole, that's probably where it missed for Orville and for Ben. That's that's the impression that I'm getting is that as a whole movie, it seemed a little bit disjointed, but. I yes, think that's I also kind of the charm. That's kind of like the charm of what the movie is about, right? It's about these guys who never kind of put it all together until like the very end, right? They 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 didn't know what real jobs were like. And my fa- one of my favorite things was like when, um, when they're in bed together. Well, he, when um, I forgot the name of the the mom and the dad are in bed together, and then he's like, "So can you tell me why Dale never left?" You know, he goes, "Oh, he dropped out of school and he wanted to join the family business." She goes, "But you're a doctor, trust me." <laughs> I've told him many times. And that was like one of my favorite moments was just kind of just like this. You could tell the agony and the, that's how you know it's good acting, right? Everybody can act dramatic. Everybody can do the sad stuff, you know, really well. Cause it's just, you just have to look really distraught, but selling that kind of, I, I don't know, just like pain like and despair. also <laughs> yeah, and despair and also disapproval. That's hard. Right, because I think the only people that I have ever seen that is from my parents. But oh my god, um, he ties wow. it back into life. Wow. <laughs> it's getting too real. That, that's what makes yeah, that makes that's what makes me as a host. But um, 
So, all right. So I think we've heard from everybody. Anybody else final thoughts before we go ahead and wrap this one up? Wait, Orville, Keith, Orville. what were your favorite moments? No. Yeah. yeah oh, I like first. to hear their favorite moments. Or go around the horn and hear the favorite moments. All right. Uh, we'll start with Keith. No. Someone else. Okay, fine. Wait, no. Orville. So we'll, sand- we'll sandwich good with the bad. So we'll start with uh, Orville. Orville, favorite moment. I don't think you asked me um, oh my God. What, how I felt wow. about it. David, Jesus Christ. But, <laughs> you could just say how you feel. You don't have to have me prompt you. Okay, host. Um, <laughs> well, I I can't I'm just lie. Kick Orville now. <laughs> can't lie. I I laughed throughout this movie. Um, the jokes were so like single scenes were like like hilarious. I I was just like chuckling on, on the couch and Hannah was like what is he what is this guy <laughs> like, i don't get it <laughs> it's just the movie i think some of the riffing parts where they're like just talking shit about their parents or about each other it kind of like stalled like the plot for me and i think my interest peaked when the parents um, split up and then there was actually like yeah that's something they were working towards and that the end at the catalina wine festival or was it wine mixer, mixer? the fucking catalina oh. wine mixer <laughs> that was that yeah that Pow! was so fucking hilarious the, the when the dad like loosens up and like just talks about being a dinosaur like a t-rex, <laughs> yeah. t-rex like oh my gosh I, I was losing it and then when will ferrell started singing and um you guys said um boats and hose boats and hose yeah <laughs> like i lost it <laughs> Did you like all like the little like flashbacks or like it was doing like yeah all and when Derek like realizes oh my brother's cool like, I like that. <laughs> yeah that was hilarious too yeah that was a good scene yeah I also liked when uh, his therapist shows up and uh, <laughs> has that fantasy <laughs> yeah I travel five hundred miles to plant my seed <laughs> lumberjack <laughs> this is stupid why. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't yeah. mean to. But yeah, um, th- those are my favorite scenes. I'm, I'll watch it again, give it another try. But I think the point of um, most of the movie was that it was quotable. You can, you know, say those insults to your friends, and yeah. I think the more you watch it, you'll probably you might find yourself like wanting to quote it more. Yeah. Just because of the you know stupid shit. <laughs> a, a, a lot of uh, their interaction reminds me of just our friend group in general is just a lot of that just like riffing and kind of just i don't know dunking on each other and mostly in my direction yeah sometimes you know whenever we go sleepwalking i really feel like <laughs> pair up with that about the most because that was, Keith, that was pretty have you slept walk before i mean orville did i sleepwalk before uh no but I've, I've seen you like mime like no <laughs> help <laughs> me <laughs> shut up <laughs> You know what? Screw the movie. Let's dive into that. <laughs> Real brothers. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does he help? Or well, I gotta ask. You guys shared a room for how many years? Oh man. Over under ten. Oh wow. We more than that. Okay, twenty. <laughs> Maybe. You guys still sharing a room? Does <laughs> Hannah know? <laughs> Um, I, they were definitely sharing a room for at least two years because that was the two years I lived with them, and we were all sharing no. a room. Yeah. Oh. Um, Orville, in his sleep, does Keith cover his mouth and then giggle? 
sleeping? Only when he's drunk, not when he's sleeping. I've oh always God. wanted to know that. All right, well, Keith, I wanted to, to ask you, what is your favorite moment from this movie? Okay, well, I just wanted to see if, um, well, one thing I wanted to see is I, I was trying to condense what I was thinking about for Ben and Stuart. Um, like, uh, for Ben, I think he's more of an intellectual for movies. Is that oh. fair to say? Or is that... um? He likes to think he is. Yes. We can boil down quotes from like what Ben says. Oh, it's a rated R movie. It's not going to do well in the box office. Uh, this director, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this guy, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay. We, we've been doing this for 33 weeks. <laughs> oh, plus this good. week, so 34. Okay. So we know, we know all the tricks. almost everything Ben's about to say. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then for Stuart, I was thinking... Um, he likes the unexpected um, stuff, I guess you can say. Is that fair to say? I don't know what that means, but okay. No, I mean, like, um, you, you don't <laughs> expect, like, room for activities or stuff oh. like that. It's, like, funny, fun, um, unexpected stuff, and then that just really makes you remember that stuff, and it's really fun. I don't know. I'm just seeing if you would agree to it or not. I, I, I guess if, if it moves us along, sure. Then Okay, yeah. fine. Okay, in general, I don't really have a specific best part of the movie but all of it was for the most part good like um it was interesting throughout most of it for me at least um and they really tied up the story in general pretty well was there a part that made you laugh harder than other parts i mean <laughs> not one that comes to mind but i mean all the stuff that you guys said and um for those parts those were pretty funny in yeah for the most part um i did write a few quotes down on a piece of paper while i was watching so i can remember but then Terrible. I left it in the hotel, so I, oh, I never you... got it back for to say it out loud on the podcast. But wait, where are you right now? Yeah, I'm in West Covina because I have oh. my computer and my mic here, so I'll oh. be leaving later today. Oh, um, okay. But yeah, um, in general, I liked it a lot. I don't have a specific one in mind, but the story was was set up nice, decently for what it is—a fun movie. Um, what about you, Ben? You know. There was one scene that I knew from this film, but without even watching it, it was something that I've just known about this film. It was these two scenes, you know, the so much room for activity scene <laughs> and the other scene. I It always got me interested in the movie, but I never found a reason to go and watch it. And it was the scene where I think it was the second time Will Ferrell touches uh, John C. Rowley's drum set and... Uh, <laughs> John C. Riley hits Will Ferrell over the head, and you know he's not getting. I was like, "Get up! I know you're faking." And then you know he has to drag her outside. Starts doing a break. Oh yeah, that was very funny. Yeah, and that that's the third time. Ridiculous. That's the third time he touched it. Oh, that right? was the third time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 The nutsack. So... Remember, nutsack. <laughs> so after that, you know, where uh, John C. Riley's like, "Oh my God, you're alive!" And then Will Ferrell hits him over the head. He's like, "What are you doing? I'm burying you." <laughs> I don't know why that seems so funny. That situation is really funny. I think it was the most ridiculous scene. Like, he's burying him alive. Like, what? He digs himself out. And like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that and the whole uh, the Catalina wine mixer like fever dream scene where everyone's just having their own little flashbacks. And yeah, definitely the, the part that stuck out to me most was I traveled 500 miles to plant ice. <laughs> During, during that scene, I kind of wished that they had gone to a, a flashback to when his dad 
uh, pretending to be a T Rex. Uh, that would have been great. Yeah. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Maybe. And then they use the Raptor suit or the T Rex suit that everybody <laughs> wore for Halloween like three years ago. That would have been great. Um, well, that, I'll, I'll use that as my, my favorite scene is the, obviously the, the, the bedroom building scene uh, for the, uh, you know, the guacamole part. That was still my favorite part. Um, so I'll let Stu close this one up for us. Stu, favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment was um, the part where the movie started and wow. then where it ended. <laughs> In between All the way through. The entire movie is your favorite part. It was Johnny Hopkins and Sloan Kettering, and they were blazing that shit. <laughs> See, wow, that that's just another stupid. That's like uh, another quote. Sometimes right. I want, I feel like I want to say, but like nobody, nobody knows what I'm talking know who about. Who Johnny Hopkins is? You know I, mean? <laughs> I went to high school with Johnny Hopkins. It was Johnny Hopkins and Sloan Kettering. It didn't you know about that line. I didn't realize until about two or three years ago. I mean, obviously, I knew Johns Hopkins. I didn't know what Sloan Kettering was. Um, it's like a cancer institute. Oh. <laughs> so there's Johns Hopkins and then there's Sloan Kettering. Wow. Okay. And he was, yeah. And he's just referring to them as people he smoked weed with in high school. <laughs> so, but yeah, I know the whole movie was great. I could probably, like I said, it's probably kind of like the rush hour. If, it, if it's, I mean, rush hour two is the rush hour two for me but it's similar in that like i watched it so much that i can i can probably quote a lot of it okay all right um so if there's any if there's nothing else um pretty much we'll wrap this one up uh that'll do it for this week's episode of dos and a half cinco's um i want to say thank you to our guests on the show keith and orville thank you both for uh, stopping by thank you Thanks, Keith. Thanks, Orville. Yeah, thank you for, uh, you know, reviewing uh, Step Brothers with us. You guys are definitely welcome on the show as long as, uh, you know, Stu permits it. Because I think he's very mad (laughs) about Orville right now. Orville, at least, is dead to me. Yeah, Keith, Keith, you're more than welcome (laughs) to to come by any time. Ben's always been dead to me, so nothing's changed. (laughs) That's why he doesn't have waveforms for most of it. (laughs) I haven't been recording any of the things. It's just going to be empty. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, so, yeah, make sure to uh, – any other thoughts from you guys, Keith, Orville? Uh, is there a movie that you guys would want to see and have us review with you guys again? Um, the Departed. Ooh. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. All right. Yeah, How about maybe. you, Keith? I mean, when you said movie, I was like Matrix, but no, The Departed definitely. No, no, <laughs> no. It doesn't have to be the same movie. We no, got, no. I think based on you know, based on what's happening right now think, with the uh, coronavirus, I think we have plenty of opportunity mm, in the next. I think that's uh, just naturally where his mind went was also to The Departed. Not that he was choosing the same one. No, uh, no, I like, see. no, I was just saying like it went straight to but Matrix. Said Matrix I like first. Matrix, but the uh, thing is, Departed definitely as a movie to watch together. I'd say that's the best one. What okay. about the Psych movie? Have you guys watched oh, it? Oh, no, I haven't I have never it, seen so. it. I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, my gosh. I've never seen Psych. Oh, that'll, oh be, that'll be the one. Stu, that'd be your opportunity. You can give it a five and make Orville be dead to you. <laughs> but it's I don't impossible. Like, I, who's Stu? Who's Stu? Um, How would I give a five to something I like? Mm-hmm. I'm, just, I'm not a monster. That's true. You're not Ben. <laughs> like some people here. <laughs> yeah, ben. Um, so... 
Make sure to uh, catch us each week on your favorite media platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts for TVs, movies, and general shenanigans. And also don't forget to tune in each Wednesday at 7 o'clock on Twitch for the Cinco Boys Game Time Vision Deluxe Turbo and Knuckles where we play, I don't know, some some game, I'm sure. And uh, till next time, I am your host, David. And I'm, I'm Stuart. Stuart. No, fuck it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that's Stu and that's also Ben. Uh, don't forget to tip your Reiki masters. Make sure when you wash your hands to... Uh, soak your hands for over 20 seconds and wash them uh, keep six feet from people uh, try to stay home as much as you can once you have to go out Keith anything else I'm missing I love you David alright <laughs> and uh, we'll That's see you guys next time okay, okay bye, bye. bye.